0: welcome back to misunderstood studios wow well well we are back at it i mean i love the consistency at the moment uh the previous episode having been about creating black spaces and essentially having capital flight i think we reached an interesting conclusion there more to come from leto and i after this but today i'm here with Gad Ben Shasha, as I'd like to say it. How you doing, my brother? Nah,
1: it's good to be here, man. It's good to be here, man. It's been a while since we've like sat down and had a conversation. So.
0: Definitely. It definitely has been. It definitely has been. I mean, I want to give a little bit of context to how I met you. Um, and then I think you can kind of speak on who you are and everything. In terms of myself, I met him through an organization called JJC, the Johannesburg Junior Council. My initial thoughts of you was you are the typical man's man and ladies man
1: um Jepic, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 yeah
0: exactly it was exactly that um and i thought you had a relatively large ego at the time i thought you were fuller than life fuller than yourself but as i got to know you i got to learn a different side of you a smarter side a more intellectual side and over the time we've had many interesting conversations And I know you hit me up, because obviously I asked for people to come through and to discuss various things. And you raised your concerns around the schooling system. Just give a bit of context to who you are, why the schooling system, so on and so forth.
1: Um, Well, again, thank you for having me. I'm very happy to be here. And I'm happy that you know who I am now, because um, at the beginning, I think it's because of the way I carry myself, because I'm very confident, like naturally confident. Um, That developed because when I was younger, I used to be Buddhist because I was fat. You know, and I stuttered a lot. So uh, I've built my confidence up the slimmer I got. And I think um, now I'm at a space where I'm happy. And people that know me know that I'm a decent and I'm a genuine guy, especially like, you know, after we've had a few conversations, which is cool. And I'm happy, like you and I are pretty good friends and I'm happy to be here. Um, So the reason I'm concerned about the school system is I feel that it leaves out a lot of people. The system itself is not where it should be. Um, in South Africa, it's very difficult to speak about the education system, though, because of our disparities. Because, um, like, the schools you and I go to, they're very different to a uh, rural school. Or if you look at, like, uh, the average of education in our country, it's actually quite
0: scary in my opinion. Definitely, definitely, definitely. I think the thing that becomes of importance there, and for me, where my mind instantly goes to is COVID-19, is that one thing that was very clear, within the recent years and within the pandemic was, one, our education system is very fragile, um, doesn't have a lot of structure and essentially doesn't engage with students at its core. People didn't have resources, people couldn't access Wi-Fi, so on and so forth. And on top of that, we obviously had issues of load shedding, which still affect us now and like you said in south africa there's major disparities between the have and the have nots but i think even between the people who go to school and the people who don't go to school there's a disparity because there's obviously the government's official paper and there's what we call the independent Inter- examination board the ieb yeah. which private schools essentially take part in do you think that disparity is like very evident in terms of how intelligent an individual is or do you think it's really just like almost like a gateway to get into like better university so on and so forth
1: but yeah, school should be a tool that enables you to do better in your life. It shouldn't be a tool that tries to make you conform to a certain model, which I think is what schooling is doing at the moment. Schooling is saying you are this, and you're going to become that. Yeah. There's a quote by Albert Einstein which I absolutely love. It's like um, everybody's a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it'll live its entire life thinking it's stupid. Mm. And that's what the education system does. It's like Okay, no matter who you are, if you're you're artistic, if you're mathematical, you know, if you're um, imaginative, you're gonna be doing the exact same thing as everyone else. And if you don't fit into this, you're stupid. You know, you aren't going to succeed in life, which is uh, something I completely reject. I I don't think that should be the way schools are
0: run. I mean, I definitely hear that sentiment and I think it's very true in what schools have been about. I think, because in part, for myself when I and I can only speak to that experience is my artistic expressive side I've had to switch off at times 100%. to be able to engage and deal with the schooling system now part of it might have been the fact that I might have not just been able to handle the burden of being able to play an instrument and play a sport and be at school all the time so on and so forth but I think another part of it was just that I didn't see the value in it because I kind of call myself a unicorn in the fact that I can play, I think, four instruments. I can play the drums, the violin, saxophone relatively Not. I'm not even going to say relatively well. I I ain't going to lie about (laughs) that. Um, But like a lot of that stuff comes through in the things that I do in in my like side time when I'm chilling and I want to make a beat or something just because I'm bored like you're right you can't judge people based off their ability to fit into a certain structure to be a certain way and to do a certain thing and you mentioned something earlier on and i think we've discussed it is you had a stutter yeah. growing up how did that affect your engagement in school but also affect how you approach the day-to-days of just having to be able to speak up in class so on and so forth
1: uh so when i was younger i was very afraid to speak out in class i felt like i was going to be um, you know made fun of ostracized but the older i get the more i realized that i shouldn't be a concern about what other people think about me and that's what made me very popular in like uh, many certain things because i'm not going to take rubbish from anyone now yeah you know like i'm going to be myself always and if you can't deal with that then you know you should leave i'm not going to be the one leaving you get me again like the more confident i became the more um unafraid i was to speak you know and be more myself um yeah but when i was younger it was quite tough for me to like be vocal and speak my marks were actually quite bad when i was younger because i refused to speak out in class um i didn't have many friends either because i was scared to speak to them because i'd also like you know i'd have like low connection and i just wouldn't like you know be able to convey what i was trying to say but after going into high school i made some good friends you know some good friends that were happy to be like be around me they were they were they of course they'd always be like a, like a making fun of like banter with your with, yeah. with your voice or whatever but I knew it was banter I knew they weren't trying to like do it to like hurt me you know um and that built up my con my confidence that made me feel a lot better with myself um and I think it actually quite peaked in grade 10 11 for me which is when I started like finding my own voice because mm. I was very obsessed with like trying to make other people like me because I went from no one liking me because i i I wouldn't speak up to being able to speak up but like not having many friends because i wasn't speaking up now having many people know i am and like people liking me and i wanted to keep that um that like uh front going on if that makes sense and then last year i started realizing that when i leave school none of this is going to mean anything anymore the popularity what anybody else was thinking about me their thoughts are not going to be what's going to drive me to success What's gonna drive me to success is what I want to do with my life and what I will do. So I've stopped, uh, like, like I, I use the word conform, conform earlier. I've stopped conforming to the most that people are telling me to conform to. I'm gonna be myself always. I'm gonna break away from the boxes, you know, like the systems that we're in. Uh, yeah, that's that's kind of where my mind's been
0: going. I mean, definitely, and I definitely hear that. I think like you said you said you were bad at school initially and uh, I've assumed that's changed now because you've got like your academic honours and so on and so forth what was that change what was that thing that made you essentially grow into the person that you are now and grow within the schooling system as it exists now
1: I think it's the people I met through going to school because I think schooling itself didn't help me very much like the actual way things were run If I didn't meet certain people that helped me, I would not be where I am today. I met some very amazing teachers, believe it or not, who are amazing. They've pushed me to become a better person. I have very good friends who always keep pushing me to become a better person, and we have our priorities straight. Um, It's more the motivation of everyone around me that's made me become better. Uh, My mom and my dad have always been there for me. Um, They actually wanted me to do speech therapy when I was younger. Uh, I got like tired of it, I'm like, so I think that's when I stopped. Like, actually, I remember this day quite clearly now that I think about it. Um, we went to the hospital for my first speech therapy session. Afterwards, I'm like, why am I trying to change myself so other people will be happy with me? I think this was grade six, seven. I was like 13. I'm like, why am I the one who's spending my time standing here changing myself so other people can be happy with me? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna do that. I'm going to be myself And people aren't happy with that And they must deal with it You know
0: Nah definitely I mean I can't say I'm along the same lines Because I think I was rebellious And I think I still am rebellious In my nature But it's interesting hearing How you overcame that And I wanted to kind of Just bring it back To the quote that you mentioned About Albert Einstein um, Side story quickly Is that there's people Who dispute whether or not Albert Einstein said that quote um, I've seen yeah And it's been yeah. I've, I went into it deep rabbit hole on that quote but the thing that i want to ask is obviously you mentioned that there's people with different aspects who are creative who are not necessarily intelligent in the formal sense but have brilliance everywhere else yeah in a world like this today where the majority of the focus is on stem subjects and chasing the bag and essentially ensuring that you are the best for yourself, but also the best for your family. How do we change or what do you think is meant to be the change to those kids who want to pursue their passions, but feel like they can't because they don't have the structure or the schools just don't back them?
1: To answer that, I'm going to tell you a story. For when I was 14, when I was in grade eight, um, I used to play the marimbas. I used to love the marimbas. I was still a little bit chunky in grade, uh, grade, grade, grade eight, so I was playing prop. I was competing for A team, but I was playing B team. Um, and I still want to continue the Marimbas because I love the Marimbas. But I was told that if I am one minute late for Marimbas, I'm going to be dropped from the team.
0: Mm.
1: And, you know, maybe that's just my, that's just that's just the experience I've, I've had. I don't know about other inst- institutions, but if that's the, uh, the front schools are taking, they're like, you're going to prefer sports over culture. How do you expect people to embrace their cultural sides if you get me like now i'm a very cultural person but that's because i i am i'm not going to deal with people that are going to say that to me Mm. i I don't care what people are going to think about me not wanting to do things that they want me to do i will do what i want you know like i'm loving playing the bagpipes i'm loving being part of the pipe band and i will choose that over rugby any day but that's my opinion i'm not saying there's anything wrong with rugby players rugby is an amazing sport but you can't be forcing people to think your way if you get me, which is what schools are doing at the moment, in my opinion. They're saying that you must think like this and if you don't, then you're, you know, you're not, you're, you're, you're being re- rebellious. I think I, like what you said, like you're rebellious. Uh, over the last two years, I've become very um, rebellious as well. I'm not very happy with like the way things are happening at the moment. Um, I think there's a lot of change that can happen. And um, I've been like speaking about this for long, but people don't really want the change to happen. know because like when things have been set in stone for so long it's hard to change people's minds Mm. because they've been indoctrinated thinking this thing for their entire life and then um, then you get a little God you know suddenly he knows what he wants to do with his life and he wants to like change people it's it's hard to get people to listen you know
0: I mean definitely definitely I definitely don't think that schools allow us to pursue our passion and nor do they allow you to explore a passion because i mean the conversation that we had as soon as you got you was your entrepreneurship the things that you're doing and the things that you're going on forth yeah. with and uh, and i'm assuming i'm not sure how true it would be is the majority of what you're learning has been self-taught it 100%. hasn't been through the schooling system you haven't been able to engage with the teacher who can potentially say this is how you start a business this is what you need here is how you need to do these things but at the same time you haven't been given the time i think some people may argue this depending on what social economic class you're a part of or just depending on who you are as a person is that the majority of the time the people who don't have the time is the people who are trying to get further in life and like you said, the, the cultures that exist within our schools, when you mention a place like rugby, very prominent in boys' schools. Um, how have you been able to come, overcome that culture, and not be seen as someone who has been defiant to what those schools are defined upon? Because it's known that South African rugby, boys' school rugby, every Saturday you are expected to be there and support the first team. Yeah. But come a music recital, no one's expected no one's to be there. there. No there's no support. Like, what's your belief on that?
1: So, this is very tricky because I've actually had a conversation with um, someone who uh, is very big in rugby. I'm not going to mention his name now. Um, he told me that people, the, the schools will put effort to do things that bring them revenue. They're saying that sports brings them more revenue than culture is doing at the moment. And my argument was if schools were more involved because I don't know about your school, but a lot of us, the things we do are run by the boys. We have to try so hard, you know, and there's maybe like one or two teachers in the school that that, that fight with us, but most of it is done by ourselves. And when you, go, when you go to the sport, you see thousands of teachers. Everyone is just there helping, you know. And if we could develop a culture of people being part of things, helping, I'm sure that culture could bring revenue. Maybe not to the same extent as sports for the time being, of like things things have to change you know if you want things to change you need to take the first step the first step won't be millions coming from uh you know um, an evening where people are playing m- music that won't happen in in the next five years maybe but if you start developing this start taking the like the steps forward you know like start um start telling the next generation of school students you can do this and we will support you what's stopping them for coming from coming you know but if you're telling them, if you do this, we are going to punish you. Then you're never going to get the change that, like, you expect. Because the only reason that, like, the this is such a big disparity in popularity and revenue is because of the efforts. Yeah. It's, cause, it's, it's because of the efforts. It's not because, like, what we're doing is any less. from mm-hmm. you, like, you said you play four in- instruments. Yeah. That's amazing. Like, playing instruments is hard. Like, pe- like p- people mustn't think, like, you just wake up one morning and you pick up a saxophone, then there you go, you know. You're, you're playing. No, you need work and you need to dedicate yourself just like sportsmen dedicate themselves to improving their their physique, their physical ability to work. Like with me and my bagpipes, I practice these things for hours because it's a hard instrument and I'm loving what I'm doing, you know? And um, we should, in- instead of trying to bring other things down, we should try to bring everything up together because I'm no way against sports at all i i love running i love my cycling formula one although although i can't (laughs) although i can't take one formula one i love i love formula one but what i'm saying is you should be bringing up the cultures you know the Mm. the 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 next musicians in our world the next artists in our world you know and um you mentioned uh my entrepreneurship yeah (laughs) my school (laughs) has done nothing to empower me with skills that i need for entrepreneurship not in the slightest like like not at all and um i think i think it's quite bad because people that aren't thinking along a similar wavelength are going to go out of school and realize that the world is quite tough you know mm. and i've been exposing myself to what i'm going to be expecting when i'm out of school you yeah. know i don't think school prepares you for how the world is going to actually be you know things don't come easy i don't just go to my teacher you know ask like can you help me with this like they're gonna help me you know if i if i need money for something i don't just go to my parents and suddenly there's you know there's money for me to do something you actually Mm. need to work for things and we aren't learning those skills in school i I don't know about you have you have have you learned certain skills that can help you in the future or
0: i mean i feel like this is for me it's a two-sided thing um because if it wasn't for my interest, I don't think I would have learned certain skills at school. Um, and in part, what I'm explaining is just that I have a grade one in music production, music production. So like you can actually formally get graded for music production. And if it wasn't for my interest, I would have never been able to have learned that skill and nor would I have been able to essentially do the basics of sound engineering. Yeah. Right. Um, so in part, my school was there to provide the platform but wasn't there to do the work and i mean i hear the conversation that you're having because i think i've had this fight we go to similar schools a thousand times over it's just that in a world where one your success is not guaranteed um and also in a world where people feel there's more secure options do you not put into question which values our schools should be implementing and installing within us? Or do you firmly believe that everyone should be allowed to do to their own? Because I I always have this conversation with my friends and I think it's a belief that I've, I hold very close to my chest is, is that you'll always have other time to pursue other things, yep. but find something that you're going to be passionate about, which is secure. Now. If somebody tells me they're gonna do rugby i'm like sure but go get a degree right 100%. and i guess and this might be very stereotypical but the majority of students who tend to be very very culturally inclined aren't necessarily open to alternatives aren't open to other factors i have this one friend who i've known very closely he has his grade eight in clarinet has a grade five in saxophone and just watching his journey he hasn't taken school seriously and is it a thing of the school didn't push him in the right direction or is it that he's backing so much on his cultural side that he thinks that's where he's going to take it in life
1: so that there comes in my opinion will come from the school again not um providing you with um the skills you need to you know like pursue careers like that because um Although the school should be promoting you to, you know, um, take part in whatever you'd like to do, they always have to empower you with ways that will still ensure your your financial um, stability later on in your life. School isn't even helping us with the first step. First, trying to um, let people know that they can do whatever they want. Nevertheless, then going from that to telling them that although you want to do this, you still have to have a fallback that will protect you, if that makes sense. Like, this... um, your friend is probably a product of literally our our uh, environment at the moment. So he's doing his own thing. He is, um, you know, he's uh, pursuing something that he enjoys, but he has not been taught that although, although what you're doing is good, you still need to have a fallback that will protect you. Like, um, if I want to pursue music, which I don't, mm. I would still empower myself with either skills or study something that I could fall back on it, in case it, it doesn't work, because um the m- music industry is very overpopulated at the moment. It's you can it's you can blow up, but you also cannot. You know, yeah. you always need to protect yourself and be aware of what's going on. You know, and schools schools aren't even doing the first step. So how how are they expected to do this, the second step? You get me?
0: Nah, I definitely hear you. I think my question then becomes is that. As it stands now, what are schools meant to do for us? Are schools meant to teach us skills? Are schools meant to teach us values? Or are schools meant to do both? Or are schools meant to prepare us for what comes later in life, the next things to come?
1: So I think, firstly, schools have to uh, become more accepting of everyone. Yeah. They, like at the moment, they're very um, closed. Closed off, you know, it's like, yeah. a, you do your own thing, I'll do my own thing. We aren't united like um i know at the school i go to uh, culture and sports is very divided because the culture fear that we are being very neglected and sports like culture is just trying too much and the effort is less that's that's what people think um schools first need to try and unite everyone make everyone know that what they are doing is enough yeah if that makes sense and then after that they can start um Let me give you an example of a schooling system. So I I watched a documentary on uh, schools in Finland Mm -hmm. and they are very progressive in the way they are teaching their students. Um, Their education is very open. Teachers are allowed to set the curriculum and teach the curriculum, sorry, in whatever manner they want to. So they're not restricted by technology, not restricted by uh, classrooms. If you want to teach in the garden, you can go teach in the garden, you know. and another thing I saw, which was amazing, is that um, students can choose where they'd like to do work. So I saw, I'm, I might be wrong, so I might—I stand to be corrected, but I saw um, in the video that I watched, a student asked the teacher if they could go work in the library or go work in the cafeteria by themselves, and the teacher said, it's, it's okay, you know? Um, and I think what they're doing well is they're, um, they're still providing a platform and they're still giving the structure for students to follow but they're allowing them to find themselves while still being empowered by knowledge. Yeah. Schools at the moment in um, our country are saying, we're going to be empowering you with knowledge if you follow what we want you to do. Mm. Like back to the whole fish climbing a, th- a tree s- situation. What might work for me might not work for you. And schools are teaching us like um with one way. This is, this is the way if you're not going to do it, then, you know, tough. Y- you-, you get me. So, um, firstly, schools has become more inclusive. Everyone. Mm. Then, secondly, they need find ways of um, not not teaching things just this way and making people feel stupid because they don't understand the way that's being taught to them. Yeah. And then, um, lastly, schools should um excuse me. Schools should um more extramurals that empower you with skills. Because I. I am barely seeing business like a. Uh, I'm speaking from from my from my school. There's no bus- there's no business club. You know, I'm not seeing a per like a. We have IT at school, which is cool, but I'm not seeing like a like a website development club. You yeah. know, I'm seeing an athletics. I'm seeing uh, a choir. I'm seeing a uh, rugby. I think we need to start allowing people give there we go give people more choices and allow them to make their own decision instead of giving them a limited amount of choices and make them choose from that even though that's not what they want to do in the future If that makes sense that's my opinion
0: no i definitely i definitely agree with that sentiment and i think i agree with it to the extent to say that like even certain things in which we do in school and choices that are essentially forced upon us aren't really like legit choices like one of the things that always becomes of interest is the sports debate should we make sports compulsory should we not make sports compulsory and i've always been of the belief sports shouldn't be compulsory but you should have to do something that has a collaborative team effort idea so sure you don't want to play sports go be in the orchestra but you have yeah. to have a place where you're going to learn a certain value not necessarily a certain skill because i don't think being on a sports field playing fifth team you're learning anything at most you're probably just they're listening to music and you guys play a school whenever there's an available fixture yeah um but also i think another part to that is that in some in some instance we are very privileged in our ability to do a lot of the stuff even though we complain about the choices and we complain about what exists within our our surrounding areas um it's very evident that like a lot of what happens we have a Certain conversation or belief to it because the reality is that 85 90% of South African schools don't play sports, they don't have extra um, curriculars. Yeah, it's really just um, finish your school day and go home.
1: They don't have the facilities for it either, you know. Yeah, many, many schools were quite privileged in that aspect,
0: and exactly. And I think in part is that it's about who's meant to create those extracurriculars. are they meant to be provided by schools? Because a lot of the issues that we have, alcoholism drug abuse so and exist on the fact that people don't have anything to do and they have to utilize their time in ways that we don't necessarily appreciate but rather look down upon but bringing it back to what you said i think you say a very important thing in the sense that there has to be more choices it's just who influences those choices and which choices do we value because as you mentioned the schools tend to pick what gives them the most amount of revenue the schools tend to pick what they think is going to be trendy yeah. and what is in the best interest of us but at what point do we say for ourselves, we are in the best interest of us and they should provide something that benefits us?
1: That's a hard question to answer. I think we should probably be asking them that, you know, because um, I think you and I are quite on the similar, we have a similar idea of like schooling. I think we're, yeah. we're agreeing. Um, but again, it's it's very hard. Like uh, going back to what you said, the many schools don't have the facilities to, uh, mm. you know, have sports, have extracurricular activities it's hard to try and uh reform this aspect of schools well these aspects like i've heard of schools that don't even have proper toilets you know like yeah like, classrooms are absolutely horrible it's so hard for us to try and reform a school system that is so uh polar polar polarized mm. uh, the school system follows our country like word for word we have amazing schools like we have we have like well um in the context of um south africa we have good schools but then we have more schools that are not at a decent standard than there are good schools for people to go to you know like there yeah. are like a, how there's like a very few rich people and there's many people that are struggling to make ends meet true you get me so it's quite hard to try reform you know like there has to be some some sort of balance like we need bring the schools that are beneath us higher and then bring them up with us if that makes sense but again um Finance, our like, you know, South Africa's financial situation is quite tricky. It's quite hard to do that. But looking from a point of view of private schools and Model C schools who receive a lot of funding from old boys, there's nothing stopping them from reforming their systems. (sighs) Um, Like, literally, there's nothing stopping them from creating change that'll be empowering to everyone. Uh, The only thing that's stopping them is, I think, their mentalities. I um, actually said a speech at school the other day and I researched like um, old photos of classrooms from like 100 years ago. Yeah, They're the exact same. Very I, true. I don't know um, about your facilities, but at my school, they, they look the exact same bar for bar. Maybe uh, in, instead of a chalkboard, we have a TV now. I mean, yeah, yeah. revolutionary stuff, if you, if you ask me, having a TV instead of a chalkboard. Mm. it's It's quite scary looking how... Our phones have changed drastically in the last 100 years. Cars have changed drastically, but then the schooling system has stayed very, very similar and stayed and stayed very consistent. And when you look at people who succeed, uh, they tend to not do well at school. Maybe not academically. Um, maybe I'm not being from an academic point of view. I mean, like maybe socially, they yeah. they struggle at 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 school because they can't comprehend why they're being forced to think a certain way and uh, people that break away from the system tend to be the ones who succeed like looking at the trends and the research i've done um i'm not trying to generalize it's just like what i've seen that tends to be the trend
0: i think no i definitely agree and that's very true especially if we speak of people such as elon master jeff bezos and the bill gates um But I think what becomes important and something that many people don't realize is our schooling systems have had the same role and responsibility that they've had for the last 100 years. And I think that's part of where the issue exists because I don't know whose quote, I think it's Warren Buffett, but I'm not 100% sure said, the schooling system doesn't produce individuals who are going to go and make their own businesses. The schooling system produces employees. And, And I think in part, That's what the issue has been and continues to be. Because as much as we see an issue with the schooling system, I won't say we're anomalies. I think there's a lot of people who have gripes with it. But there's not a lot of people who look to do other things. Like the people that you've mentioned who tend to pull away from the schooling system and tend to go a completely different way. What tends to happen with them is that as individuals, they get so obsessed with what they're doing, they don't understand why anything else is of use to them. And... I think I agree with that to a certain extent because I know for myself, I love doing a lot a lot of other things when it comes to just my ability to consume knowledge. Um, I know recently over the holidays, I've read two books and I'm going on to my third now reading about um, Nike and Shoe Dog by Phil Knight and about how we started Nike. And if school was just allowed us to consume information in a way that we felt fit and was of use to us though that's the way and that's the place in which we are able to progress because as it stands now and like you've mentioned is it's not trying to teach us how to start a business yeah and nor is there a place we can go to to find out where to start a business so is it about starting a completely new school or is it trying to revolutionize and reform what we have now
1: um so starting schools from scratch will be very hard, especially in uh, a, a country like ours. What has to happen is reform. Things have to modernize, things have to change, things have to progress. Things can't stay the way they've been for the last like 200 years, you know? Things have to modernize. Because if everything else around us is modernizing, why is the school system not trying to modernize itself as well? Yeah. It's still been very similar saying, you'll do this, you'll follow this uh, mold, you'll, fo- you'll follow this. And if you don't, then, you know, tough. You know, you, um, you'll you be ostracized. You won't be accepted by your, by your peers. Um, but before we can do that, I think students have to empower themselves. And um, there, this uh, change has to first start with the students. Students have to be demanding a change. Because if we're just staying quiet and accepting what's been going on, then what's stopping them from con- continuing this? Students... Um, like what I'm doing now, I'm speaking to, uh, I'm having conversations and debates with uh, students that are younger than I'm. They'll stay when I'm gone, and I'm like, start, start, I'm starting to like, understand that many people are feeling this this way that they aren't um, being accounted for in the schooling system, but too many people are staying quiet, which is the issue. Too many people are okay with accepting what's been given to them. We need to start empowering students to think to think differently mm. um, I've been reading a book as well um, it's called Daily Stoic by Ryan, by Ryan Holiday um, each day there's a meditation that's been given and um, this is the way I've been empowering my, my, myself recently because I've been stepping back from situations and seeing why is this happening you know like, I, like uh, we, we spoke about earlier like why people think the way they, they do which we'll probably speak about some yeah. in some other podcast Um but by stepping away, I started seeing what I wasn't being, a- what I wasn't able to see before, if that, if that makes sense. Because when you're in the middle of something, it's so hard to uh, see what's actually happening. And the moment you step away, you're like, wow, you know, I, I didn't realize this was happening. We need to get more of this happening. More students that are going to question what's being given to them instead of just blindly ex- ex- accepting it. Um, I think a school that's done pretty well is Red Hill. In, in, in terms of uh, South African context, um, I've only been there once. I haven't seen how they've been taught, but their entire uh, like the classroom, the classroom layout is way different to like what I, what I would expect at yeah. my my school. I I'm, I stand to be corrected, but they seem to, you know, to try and change and and um, be more accommodating for students. Um, but before we can just expect the school system to change we need to start a revolution from you know from the bottom from the grade 8 from the grade 9 from the grade Mm. 10 that's what i'm saying
0: i think true and i think i agree with that because like if i just look at the things that are coming up um it's definitely seen that people feel this but not a lot of people know this right so like i hope a platform like this is where people hear these kind of thoughts yeah um there's another project that i'm working on that's not through this that also is trying to do a similar thing Um, But I think like my last thing to you is, in your mind, what is the perfect school? What is, Gad's the principal and he says, let's go for it, let's hit it out. All the resources in the world, what is your school?
1: My school would be a place where everybody would be accepted. Nobody would feel ostracized due to what they would like to do. If you're more sports-inclined, you'd excel in your sports. You'd be happy with your sports. Mm. If you're more musically inclined, you'd excel in your music. And at the same time, it would be empowering you with skills and knowledge that will help you in the future. Um, one thing I also hate is how... Um, I don't know how this this could change, but how schools are just based off marks and percentages. Um, I can't remember who said this, but the person who invented standardized, standardized testing said that um, the system is too crude to be used in school systems. Yeah. I, have you heard it before? Yeah. I can't remember who said it. Um, people people should be judged. I, I don't know how they could be judged because I haven't really thought ab- about this much. But um, I think there has to be some sort of, um, you know, amalgamation of <laughs> some sort of amalgamation of um, of this, like, normal standardized testing and testing people's, Skills, testing their experience, their ability. Um, I don't know how this could be done. Another thing that would be in my school is um, a variety of ways to be taught. Because mm. um, too often I see children just falling, just sleep in the middle of lessons because they can't be, be bothered just listening yeah. listening to a teacher speak in a speak in a monotonous voice. Um, I think there has to be some sort of um, introduction of people learning through their different learning mediums like visually orally or yeah. uh, practi- practically um and uh, i think classrooms should also students have an option of how like where they, they would be like to where they would mm-hmm. like to be taught maybe not just in like a classroom space like uh, many people like especially um uh arty type of people i i'm like I, don't know, I think i'm a little bit of both i um I, I, I love my my logical thinking but i also like my my arty type of things i feel a lot of inspiration being in the outside and looking at n- nature and things um and may, maybe people who are learning might also find inspiration and find motivation to learn by being outside you know um but again this is a very idealized uh like form of education, I don't know how practical this would be, especially in, in our country. It'd be quite hard to have so many facilities in one with, uh, with like the resources we have. Um, but I, I do think there is room for change. I do think that al- although we probably won't be able to achieve this idealized form of school in the next uh, decade, I still think steps can be made to improve the schooling system. You know. Um, like i was i was thinking about this earlier people are obsessed with um school and school spirits you know yeah um and i don't think that is going to empower you with the future because um people are too too uh accepting Mm. that's the word are too accepting of of things like i'm told to scream and shout for my first team rugby i'm going to go scream and shout for my first team rugby should have a You should have your own voice you, sh- you should have an opinion if you don't like watching sports you shouldn't be told that if you know if you're not watching sports you're, you're not you're not a real uh, part a real person in the in the school you're not uh, you're not following our our mold i um, in my idealized school people would be free to choose what they'd like to participate in um, and like you said I, I'll, Maybe participating in sports should not be compulsory, but participating in activities that involve uh, working in groups should 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 be compulsory. I, I like that idea very much because the, those skills are, are valuable in every part of your life. That's not just something you'll be using in school; that's a skill you'll be u- using in the rest of your life.
0: I think I think there's there's a lot of truth that holds to that, um, because not only is it that schools are short-sighted in the way in which they look yeah society short-sighted in the way in which we look and evaluate people we evaluate people based off where they've gone what school they've gone to what grades they get i mean we rank people based off their ability to essentially cover seven subjects and in all of that we don't recognize how impractical impossible unrealistic that can be for everyone don't get me wrong there's a lot of people who can get it right there's a lot of people who have got it right who get to excel who get to go to these various schools i don't think that achievement should be taken away from them but for the people who just don't get it who don't necessarily fit in those people need to be given a space to find something that they fit into whatever it be I don't necessarily justify people just aimlessly being and not having a purpose, but I do get people saying that school might not be their purpose and there's other alternatives which they should look into. But I've appreciated this. I've appreciated this chat. Is there anything you want to add before we head off?
1: I just want to thank you again for letting me speak about this. Um, I think more people should have a voice when it comes to topics like this, because many people um, that I know of, don't feel like their voice is being heard. What you're doing, the platform you've created is very good. You're going to be part of this change and I'm happy to have been part of this as well.
0: Nah, appreciate it, brother. Appreciate it, brother. As always, this is Misunderstood.